Debbie Georgiatis, welcome to my show, America Can We Talk. Today, we're going to talk about the race hoax in the Virginia, in Virginia, McAuliffe cannot help himself, popular delusions and COVID vaccine mandates, and the great reset is build back better, and plus a little bit about the COP26 uh, climate conference. And of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth. America Can We Talk is sponsored by GC Works, a Dallas-based company performing advanced technology research in the oil and gas industry. And hello again and welcome to America Can We Talk and to today's First Five. I'm Debbie Georgiatis. You probably saw over the weekend, you know, when I get here on Monday, I have so many stories I'm like bursting to go, but over the weekend you probably saw uh, that there was a hoax, a racial hoax pulled off by anti-American leftists who are part of the Lincoln Project. And this involved the Virginia governor's race. Tomorrow, Tuesday, November 2nd, is the Virginia governor's vote is the is election day and the incumbent is term limited so you have two people running you have the democrat terry mcculloch and the republican glenn yonkin so you know most people have assumed the last i don't even know 10 years that it was a foregone conclusion that the democrats would win the statewide races in virginia however more and more parents are very very upset with many things in Virginia and really with the Democrat Party more broadly in this country. So we ended up having uh, an actual race on our hands. And among the things that were just really rattling the Democrat Party nationally is that many people look at the Virginia governor's race, it's right outside of DC, kind of reflective. It's a national race in many ways. And so, and then also because it's, you know, two years, halfway through the Biden administration or getting close. So there are people, or I guess there's still, it's a quarter of the way through the Biden administration, but it's looked at as a referendum on the Biden administration. So as polling started to show that the Republican, Glenn Yonkin was pulling ahead, significantly pulling ahead of Terry McAuliffe, this anti-American leftist Lincoln Project group pulled off a racial hoax. In essence, they had a bunch of people dress up as white supremacists, kind of similar to the uh, minute little uh, group of uh, white supremacists who showed up uh, a few years ago in the famous incident. Uh, they were dressed, I, I mean, it doesn't matter how they're dressed, they were trying to pose as white supremacists. And they got outside a campaign bus for the Republican Glenn Yonkin, and they were chanting, we're with Glenn, we're with Glenn trying to make for the media and for the public the connection that somehow Glenn Yonkin was a, you know, kind of closet racist. Maybe you didn't know, but he's really a white supremacist and we white supremacists stand with him. Well, fortunately, these fools uh, who did this, people had pictures and somebody started looking, hey, well, who are these people? Well, number one, one guy was black trying to pose as a white supremacist. So you go, okay, that doesn't really re register continued looking into it, turned out one of them was involved 
in the uh, young Democrats of Virginia. And, and actually, the reason I'm telling you this whole thing is it, they were exposed. I mean, Lincoln Project, it wasn't just like, you know, people kind of suspected the Lincoln Project. It was actually the case. The Lincoln Project issued, you, you might think they issued an apology, say, yeah, okay, we kind of lied. They issued a very defiant, yeah, we did that. We put that, we, we, we set the whole thing up. We understand, you know, they, they were not apologetic. They weren't embarrassed. In fact, what they really were saying is, yeah, we're proud of ourselves. And so their statement, the Lincoln Project runs advertisements highlighting hate in Charlottesville, um, blah, blah, blah. Today's demonstration was our way of reminding Virginians what happened in Charlottesville four years ago and the Republican Party's embrace of those values. And again, for the thousandth time, nobody in the Republican Party was supporting white supremacists. The entire issue down there in Charlottesville was whether or not Confederate-era statues, statues of people who were military or political leaders uh, during the Civil War, whether those statues should be torn down or left up. Some people say, leave them up, we'll talk about them. Some people say, take them down because they're bad people. Whatever you say, both parties were just basically, it, people had different opinions about whether those statues should remain. The Democrats have lied about this incident since it happened. Joe Biden launched his presidential campaign on this lie, trying to claim that Republicans backed the, there was a little cabal of white supremacists hated by everyone, Republicans and Democrats. The Democrats have tried desperately to tie the white supremacists to Republican Party. And frankly, they do it because they think it works. But back to this incident. So this is what happened. So they get exposed. Uh, the entire incident was a hoax. You do have to wonder, though, you have to wonder how many people saw that news coverage, saw these people dressing up like white supremacists and saying, we're with Glenn and never saw the story later and the actual admission by the anti-American leftist Lincoln Project uh, that they actually put on the whole thing was a big fat hoax. So the Demo Democrats are getting desperate. They know it would look bad if they cannot get a Democrat governor in of Virginia. They understand how bad it would be, how, what a reflection on the Biden administration would be. So they are desperate. And speaking of desperate, so Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat candidate who, at a previous debate, in a debate in this race, actually said to, uh, in the debate, with a question related to the parents showing up at school board meetings and being upset about CRT, being upset about uh, the 1619 Project, anti-Americanism, being upset about the uh, letting boys use the girls' bathrooms, all those issues, Terry McAuliffe said in a debate, I don't think that parents should have any input about what's taught in the schools, which is the whole crux of the issue. Leftists think they are the ruling elite. The school system will decide what children should be taught. And these parents, these nasty, pesky, obnoxious parents should stay the heck out of it. That's what the Democrats think. And the parents, many parents actually of both political uh, persuasions are saying, hey, wait a minute. We actually get to have a say. We don't want critical race theory taught in our schools. It is teaching children to hate each other because of their skin color. It is teaching children to hate America. We say no. So 
Terry McAuliffe, after all of the blowback he got from making that statement, had a statement this weekend. He was, uh, yeah, this is the very first clip, Mr. Becker, of Terry McAuliffe, what he had to say about the school board thing. What Glenn Youngkin has done in this campaign is run down Virginia, run down our education system, run down our economy. And when you think of this right now on critical race theory, Chuck, it's not taught. So all you're doing is pitting parents against parents, parents against teachers, and they're using children as political pawns. I was in Hampton yeah. last night. I met a school board member, said our school boards were fine. The, as soon as Glenn Youngkin got nominated, all of a sudden these people started showing up, creating such a ruckus. Okay, I'm trying, I'm sorry, I'm trying to text Mr. Becker. Apparently, um, sir, the um, website feed is not working. I don't know if you can do anything about that, so I'll make sure you know that. I don't know if that text went through to you or not. Okay, so there you have it. You have this McAuliffe guy cannot back down at all, and he's really a classical leftist, just a classical leftist. Who the heck knows what his problem is, uh, if he really believes these things or he thinks he has to say these things to placate his base. But he's not apologizing for saying parents should stay the heck out of the school boards and stay the heck out of the public education system. Leave the indoctrination of your children to the public schools. That's his message. I hope tomorrow the voters of Virginia can reject this guy. And that, my very fine friends, is today's first five. Okay, you might wonder why I have a stack of books here. I don't know if you can see them. I have a stack of books here today. And I, I want to tell you, I... um. I, 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 Monday shows, uh, today's Monday, Monday shows, I normally do not have a guest. I just, uh, I like, I used to call them deep dive Mondays. I kind of lost track of saying that, but I like to deep dive on something on Monday. And that's what I'm going to do today. I'm deep diving on the, um, uh, on an issue that is just hard to say in a short number of words, but I want to really try to uh, explain what I'm talking about. And I want to hit, just show you these three books. One is this book we've talked about before, and this is a book by Klaus Schwab, um, who is the head of the founder and the head of the World Economic Forum. It's called COVID-19, The Great Reset. It's important to understand what his basic message is, is that those who want global governance, those who want one power government ruling over everything, global governance, you know, Marxist, socialist, global governance, forget about all these ridiculous nation states. He is openly saying, Let's use COVID as our excuse to get the power and take it away from the states and have global governance. They also, these global governance types, World Economic Forum types, also use climate as their related, as their other thing. Climate change was what they thought their ticket was a simple global governance overall. That's what they thought. And so this book I want to mention, second one is a book called Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. I'm going to tell you, this is an old book. It was written, it's very thick, very thick. You may not want to read it, but it was written to point out how many times in human history, those that be in power, the people who have power, are simply able to massively manipulate public thought, massively manipulate public thought, the, the public into believing lies, believing absurdities, and they get the people not only to believe them, but to be emotionally invested in them, to believe in them in their heart and soul. So this book, I'm gonna give you three examples from this in a moment. And the third one is a book, I have this gentleman on my show, it's a doctor, Dr. Peter Bregan, and he writes with his wife, Ginger Ross Bregan. 
If the book is called COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey, and, and it's also extremely thick. But what he has done in this book is extraordinary. I've had him on my show. He's basically traced the way in, in a, the world, around the world, we've allowed COVID-19 to be manipulated into something it is not. We are, we are the, his, his word, prey, P-R-E-Y, we are the prey. And that's what he's saying is happening COVID-19. I'm going to weave all these things but uh, into our discussion. But the topic of this was popular delusions and COVID vaccine mandates. Allow me to remind you that when we, you look at the data, and, and no one challenges this. No one at the CDC challenges this. Nobody challenges it at, uh, at you know, in any public thing. Not, not Dr. Fauci, not Dr. Burks, not all these people we put in charge of policy. No one challenges these numbers. Please listen carefully. Over 99% of all people in America, probably true in the world, but in America, over 99% survive COVID. They do not die. It is not the bubonic plague. It is not the plague just killing by the millions. COVID-19, over 99%, your survival rate for almost everyone, for almost everyone is over 99%. The exceptions of people who have a, don't have quite as high survival rate are people who have a pre-existing uh, uh, serious health condition, a comorbidity, uh, are extremely obese, or have some other extreme health problem, and the very, very, very senior and fragile. And even very senior who are not overweight and don't have comorbidities have a very high survival rate. Compound that with the many studies we talked about in the show many, many times, showing that early on treatment of COVID with hydroxychloroquine treatment of people with COVID with budesonide, ivermectin, and other, uh, other things that are being developed to help people, these are virtually completely effective. We have effective treatments, effective treatments that have been silenced, that have been ridiculed, mocked, shut down by our own government, by Dr. Fauci, by Dr. Burks, by people on the left, in the most absurd of circumstances, among the most recent thing was many doctors realizing that a great treatment for people who've contracted COVID is monoclonal, I say it correctly, monoclonal antibody infusions. Basically a short infusion process, I mean literally get drugs in your arm, uh, monoclonal antibody infusions, tremendously successful helping people with COVID. I mean, brings them right back to health. That has now been suppressed. Government trying to limit its availability. Pharmacies around the country trying to block people from getting ivermectin, block hydroxychloroquine, block budesonide. It's the most astonishing thing to watch. And my first premise I want to say is this massive, massive push for vaccine mandates, forcing vaccines on American citizens, forcing them on children who have absolutely no reason to use them forcing them to, to get children to get vaccinated when they basically have a 100% survival rate. Most kids don't even get sick when they are exposed. The ones who do recover, it is a minuscule, tiny, tiny portion of children. They have had a few passed away who were either extremely obese or had other conditions. 
and yet we're in this and I'm telling you this is one of these to get my book out again popular delusions and madness of crowds we have the government pushing vaccine mandates on a disease with all of the data attached to it that I just talked about and so what we're starting to watch in the world actually is <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, I'm going to make sure, Mr. Becker, I can't even see you because of the glasses. Do you realize that the, the um, website, Vimeo, is not working? Okay, all right, make sure you know. I don't know what's going on, folks. Sorry, this is very frustrating because it didn't work last week, too, I think, on Thursday. We're going to have to get this present remedied. But I want to play something for you because what I'm about to tell you is, in the, in the case of these examples they gave in this book, about popular delusions and madness of crowds. You can read this whole thick book. It's got tons and tons of examples. I'm gonna just tell you three of them. One example was how there was a craze in the 1600s, 1700s, and 1800s for people, otherwise intelligent people, to believe in witches, witches. And you know everyone's pretty familiar with in America, the Salem witch trials, how people who were odd or unusual, whatever, they got accused as witches and we actually executed them. I mean, people at that time executed their fellow citizens for being witches. And it wasn't that many here in America. I read up this morning at the Salem Witch Trials, there was really as 18 women and two men. Never should have happened to anyone. But the people using this witches thing convinced people, like, like their fellow citizens, to get behind and go, yeah, yeah, burn her. Actually, it turned out they mostly hung them and didn't burn them. Far more prevalent uh, this, this was far more prevalent in Germany as established churches did not like to have other people challenging the, um, you know, challenging the, the uh, orthodoxy of the established church. So they were, instead of saying, you're just, you're being a heretic, you know, this is heresy, you can't say that, your theology is wrong. They accused of being witches, many, many murders, many, many executions of people for being witches when all they're really doing was challenging Christian orthodoxy. I that's one example. Just think about the absurdity. It, to, if someone said today, hey, we're going to arrest so-and-so for uh, being a witch and doing, I, I mean, everyone go, you can't do that. I mean, we would all, you, you can't do that. So another example uh, was on fortune telling. How throughout the centuries, they've had people who claim, oh yeah, I can tell your fortune. You know, give me a bunch of money and I'll tell you your future. I mean, I don't care if people like fortune tellers at a fair. I mean, you know, it's entertainment to some people. It's not my thing, but it's entertainment for some people. But this actually was where people established themselves at various points in history as, I, I really have the ability. I know what's going to happen. And there are fortune tellers just playing on, preying on the ignorance of people who is, oh yeah, I want to know, is this going to happen? Am I going to find a husband? Am I going to, whatever it's going to be, that they would pay fortune tellers. And, they, and, and masses of people believed in them. Today, most people say, well, you know, uh, you can do anything you want. You want to go to fortune teller, you can. But we don't take it seriously. Third example from that book had to do with something they were calling animal magnetism or mesmerism. And the gist of it was there were people, again, I think it was Germany, uh, people who were touting the idea that the way you could cure disease, the way to cure disease has something to do with magnets and they would dissolve a magnet into many little particles and you'd swallow it and the magnet would go right to the problem in your body and you put a magnet outside there and you'd suck out. I mean, it just was ridiculous. It was a hoax. And it appears that the people who practice it kind of knew it was a hoax. 
but it took uh, it, it it had life to it i mean it was a big thing oh yeah new discovery you know you have used magnus somehow and it cures you very i mean just absurdity the point in this is often when the there are there are many more examples in history of just absurdities getting uh, swallowed hook line and sinker usually for the benefit of the people pushing it and and you uh, historically we look back now and go, oh my gosh how we ever believe that well here's where we are now we're in this mass mesmerism caused by the conduct of fauci burks biden administration that says vaccines are the only answer vaccine mandates are necessary and you should lose your freedom you should lose your freedom if you won't do what we say and people i mean the, the unfortunate thing is is one thing the government tries to do it some businesses because they don't want to get shut down by the government are turning and telling their employees sorry you got to get vaccinated people are going to lose their jobs lose their careers doctors are quitting hospitals nurses are quitting hospitals i mean it is the most mesmeric thing it's like we're, the country is being hypnotized and then you have people around the country who are who did get the vaccine by the way personally i don't care if you got the vaccine or you don't got the didn't get the vaccine i have friends who did friends who didn't i don't care i'm not judging you uh, my issue is freedom and my issue is not having the government coerce people and it's something they don't want and there's no justification based on the data we all know to force this on people but back to um that this resistance that is rising up in the world i want to play for you a short clip this is a lady who is a representative. She's in the EU, a representative in the EU from Germany. And I forget her name. Uh, I'm going to tell you her name is, I think it's... Um, uh, Christine Anderson? There you go. Christine Anderson. Thank you much, Mr. Becker. Christine Anderson. Just listen to what she has to say. This is, this is a speech at the EU. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always the methods by which the goal is pursued. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now? If the age of enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask, cui bono, who benefits? Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which to this day we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom.
Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom, for I am a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key for all I care. But you will never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated if I, the free citizen that I am, choose not to be vaccinated. Okay, she needs to run for president of the United States of America, I swear. She can't really, she's German. But that spirit, that spirit is rising up all over America. And, and it is a, it, it could, it, it is now is a time to have that spirit rise up. Again, I don't care if you got vaccinated or you favor vaccinations, the entire agenda of this administration and of leftists around the world to force vaccination for COVID on everyone when all sorts of available remedies would make you, make you healthy within days or weeks and yet you're going to force something on people which has astonishing death rates reported by the CDC, the VAERS data, astonishing data. Doctors trying to say this is really unwise. You shouldn't be doing this. And for children, there's no excuse at all. And we have to be, it's a really interesting time we're in. We have to be as wide awake now as the people should have been at the time of the Salem witch trials and saying, what are they trying to push on us and why? Why are they pushing this agenda so harshly? I, I mean, let the people, so these people are odd or different. You know, we don't kill them. But I'm telling you people, there is a spirit rising up in America. You saw that lady at the EU. I'm going to tell you some of the other ways in which people are pushing back. Uh, there are, you know, the Biden administration has said basically all federal government employees have to be vaccinated. Now, to be really clear, Members of Congress are exempt. Staffers of Congress are exempt. Many stories reported, <coughs> excuse me, reported the CDC employees were exempt, but I'm not sure about that one. But recently the Biden administration said, actually the contractors, federal contractors, if, you, if your company has any contract with the US government, you've got to force your employees to be vaccinated. And so there was an article published, a message in an article, uh, actually on Politico, which is a left-wing site. Essentially, several large federal contractors are telling the White House, we're going to have to drop our status as federal contractors because our employees don't want to be vaccinated. I mean, this is, it's the most, I hope I'm painting the picture for you well enough to grasp, grasp the absurdity of where we are. There's no reason for these mandates. There's no reason, given what everyone knows about the treatments that are available, about the fact that we have, in many cases, reached close to herd immunity. We don't have, I mean, many people have had, the, have had COVID and therefore have antibodies, and yet the government is on this, this I, I mean, this death grip uh, steamroller no reason, no logic, no answer, no response to all the objections being raised. I mean, we could go into why, and we've done that in the show before. I just want to point out, if there ever was a time in America to stand up and assert your right, as that lady said, she doesn't even have the blessing of the Declaration of Independence. She's from Germany. But in America, we have this whole concept. We Americans, we have God-given rights 
to life and liberty and the pursuit of property. We have God-given freedom. The government doesn't decide how much freedom we have. They don't get to decide. They don't get to decide what vaccines you do have to take or not, especially adults. We have never done this. We have never said in America, basically, your freedom might be on the line. And I'll tell you something else. Biden floated months ago. Yeah, we're kind of looking at this thing, you know, it's kind of like a social credit score thing, where essentially, if you can't show them on your phone or some passport, you know, what your status is, you may not be allowed to fly, you may not be allowed to enter public restaurants, already happy in California, not here in the great state of Texas, happy in California. But they're using this COVID vaccination status as a, as, as a you know, line in the sand, a bright red line. You have freedom or you don't. That's what they're, they haven't put all this in place, but it's very much in play in their mindset. Eventually, whether you're allowed to fly, get on trains, even be out in public. So some companies, big federal contractors warning by the administration, can't get my people to comply, not going to do it. In New York City, de Blasio, uh, now I got to tell you, de Blasio put a statement out. He, I, I can hardly stand to listen to him. But the police department, the public employees, so they're having a big stand down. Today was the day. Today was the deadline. The employees had to be vaccinated. All New York City employees, so that's fire department, police department, emergency workers, and they really have hit a wall. There was actually um, a uh, press conference held. I think these guys are firefighters. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, this is um, uh, the second clip. Uh, the second clip I sent you there, Mr. Becker. After six on the deadline of the vaccination uh, mandate, and members of the New York City firefighters, uh, fire department are being put on leave without pay. Uh, we're not clear what the numbers are. We're not entirely clear uh, how many fire companies are going to close today. We're expecting uh, dozens. We're hoping fire companies is not uh, upon, but it's very hard to say this time. Uh, you know, we're here today because of a mandate that was put on the, you know, our members, but also on all New York City employees, given nine days to make a life-changing decision on their career or whether or not they can take a vaccine. And we're going to live with the aftermath of this right now. Okay. In that conference, uh, press conference, they were saying 26,000 employees uh, were going to lose their jobs or go on unpaid leave. I noticed this morning they're saying, no, it's more like, I mean, the left-wing media is saying, no, it's more like 9,000. But these are people who have jobs working for the city Many of them have spouses, a husband or a wife. They've got kids to feed. They've got to put food on the table. And they're saying no. If ever there was a time to stand up. Oh, and speaking of standing up, Dan Bongino, who is a fabulous conservative talk show host, Dan Bongino uh, essentially said he wasn't going to do his show on Cumulus Radio. I think it was Cumulus because they said you have to have the vaccine. And he said, you know what? He, Dan Bongino, said, I'm vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. And I'm still not going to do my show until you drop this mandate. I mean, I, I tell you, just the way people got sucked in in history and believed in witches and went cheered on the, the uh, authorities as they were arresting people and executing them for being witches. And this mesmerized, hypnotized society went along with it. It's the same thing with this COVID vaccine mandate. You have all sorts of bad reasons that Fauci and team have for mandating a vaccine. He's been a vaccine mandate guy for decades. We've, we've gone through other shows. I can't do it today. 
He has been a guy into forcing vaccines and the whole Bill Gates, the whole agenda there we talked about before. This is where we are. The, the time to stand up is now. Because if you don't stand up now, if you don't stand up now and just say, in America, you don't tell me what I have to do, they will never stop. If you listen, to, so uh, back to Bongino, yay for him. I heard some people were saying that you could write in to, to Cumulus and say, you know, essentially get rid of the mandate. But Bongino took a very brave stand. Love it. Appreciate him. I also want to point out that some of the businesses that tried to say they have vaccine mandates are discovering that there is that spirit of freedom, spirit of the right to stand up for yourself in America, pushing back. American Airlines, American Airlines, based here in Dallas, uh, had to cancel 1,600 plus flights yesterday. Uh, they said primarily because of weather. Okay, I live here. It wasn't the weather. Nice try. But they also did say, and staff shortages, they cannot get people to come to work. And you want to hear the level of coercion and absurdity? Pete Buttigieg, the, he's Secretary of Transportation, who is in his desk, his lap, his job, we have this ridiculous situation in California where you have all of these cargo ships out in the ocean waiting to get into the port. So we have, you know, boats just sitting there wasting time, uh, can't get into the ports. And the reason for that, I'll tell you the real reason, I'll tell you in a moment. But what Buttigieg said, I mean, to just tell you the level of absurdity, the level of just the slithering of this absurdity, absurd thought about vaccine mandates has made its way across government. Buttigieg said, well, we're not going to get the West Coast port backlog cleared until every American is vaccinated. Okay, I get it. So some grandma in Kansas isn't vaccinated, and that's why the ships can't come in? I mean, there's no logic at all. And he knows it, but everyone's been told, push the vaccine mandate, make up stuff. The real reason, in case you did not know this, in California, they've had so many ridiculous environmentally-based regulations pushed on trucking the trucking industry in California. They can't get enough trucks to get to the port to pick up this stuff because there's absurdity on the expansion of regulation of the trucking industry by the environmental wackos in California has made it impossible for our normal economy to function. Leftists don't want you to realize that, so they think, oh, the reason the boats are sitting out there in the Pacific Ocean is because my neighbor down the street won't get vaccinated. Oh, it's just so crazy. One last thing, if you think it couldn't get any crazier, and then I'll get on to my next um, thing, but two more things. One is, you know, they've been on this vaccine mandate thing in Australia uh, for a long time. I mean, Australia used to be like the land of freedom. It's the land of crazy now, land of crazy. They got so harsh, locked down. I mean, arresting people if they found you out of your house at the wrong time. They're literally at the point because people, some people would not comply, not just with the vaccine mandate, but wouldn't comply with a stay at home, wouldn't comply with, you know, only allowed um, to out of your house Tuesday from, you know, seven till nine to go to the grocery store, whatever the rules were, people wanted their freedom. So they would go out anyway when they weren't allowed to be out of their house. They have so many people who've now been arrested and charged and convicted that at this point in Australia, the former home of freedom-loving people, they have the government now literally seizing property, seizing your bank assets, seizing your home, your home, the home you own. 
to pay the fines they imposed on people because they wouldn't do what the government told them in this whole COVID shutdown. I, I mean, okay, but the good news for those of us who love freedom, the good news, and I do want to hit one more quick story today. I do want to talk about the, um, the Great Reset and that's what Build Back Better is. It's the American version of the Great Reset. But I want to tell you, there was some polling that making Democrats very, very nervous. Uh, the polling was by NBC which is a left-wing media outlet. So they're always trying to make Biden look good. The Democrats look good. They try to make everything seem like everyone loves having their, everyone loves all this tyranny Biden is imposing. Everyone loves, you know, Biden is abandoning the Southern border and is imposing COVID tyranny. Even they, even they could not come up with survey results to make it sound like anyone likes what Biden is doing. I'm just going to tell you a few specifics. So, this, this, this big poll by NBC, as I say, um, <clears throat> left wing as they are. In fact, they're apparently known for manipulative media, po media polling. But this is NBC Mark Murray poll. Americans do not want the, the vaccine mandates. They do not want them. They do not like them. Public thought is trending toward freedom a change from just August until we're in October or now we're in November, but I mean, this is just a shift from, October, from August till October. More and more Americans are saying no. They say they to on vaccine mandates, the total of people who said, I oppose vaccine mandates is now at 50%, 5-0, and the total of people who want vaccine mandates, who love mandates is down to 47 and even within those categories. So we're at now at least uh, half Americans, slightly more actually, don't want these vaccine mandates. And this is with, if you've noticed on television, the flooding of our airwaves with, you know, pictures of little children. Don't you want to save their lives? Get a vaccine, force vaccines on kids, get every kid vaccinated. You have the, the public, the government using your tax dollars to advertise you and your television, to hassle you about getting vaccines. And with all of that media effort, you still have, I mean, things are changing. I, it, it is truly, um, in fact, the numbers are, they ask, well, you know, how many of you would be, uh, would not vote for somebody if they said they're running on, they stand for vaccine mandates. Um, and 40% said they'd be less likely uh, to vote for somebody who is pushing vaccine mandates only 32% said more likely. On the subject of children, the poll numbers are even worse. And again, these numbers are bad for Democrats. The real numbers out there that NBC would never want to report are even worse for the Democrats. I'm urging you take heart. Whether you got the vaccine or you didn't, I don't care. I do care that we're watching the loss of freedom in America. We're watching, watching tyranny out of Washington. And so on the subject of children, the numbers are overwhelming. People are against forcing the vaccine on children. I wanna wrap up, I, I called that segment popular delusions. I just wanna make the point again in wrapping up this segment, the delusion, the delusion being pushed on America is that vaccine mandates are necessary, that vaccines are vital, that we have no other way of dealing with COVID complete flat out lie complete flat out lie we have and the american people the more informed you are in fact the polling was talking about who wasn't vaccinated 
the higher you the more higher your education level the more educated you are the more likely you are to refuse the vaccines i know the left is trying to say oh this is just these ignorant you know knuckle dragging stupid people no it's actually educated people who won't take them including plenty of doctors and nurses and other medical and other healthcare workers won't do it so it's a freedom issue and it is a, an issue to be to, just to recognize how much the vaccine mandate advocates are trying to engage America, trying to, it's like hypnotize or mesmerize Americans into thinking the only solution, the only way we can deal with this is vaccine mandates for everybody. And you ought to hate your neighbor and pile on your neighbor. And, and you ought to stand up and say, you can't go on airplanes. You can't go anywhere. They're trying to stir up the American public and turn people against each other. The best thing you can do is be an advocate for freedom and say, in America, the government did not tell adults whether or not we have to get a vaccine, especially for something that's pretty much, you know, 99.78 or 9 for most of us, completely curable, not deadly. It is the most astonishing thing to watch, and it helps a lot for you to understand that data. So you talk to your friends about it and say, you know, I, I believe in the freedom of personal health care. I believe the idea each person has a right to direct their own health care. I stand for the freedom of the individual. And, and to say, and there's no reason for the way the government is behaving. It's extremely suspicious. It's extremely unjustified. Okay, before I go on my last topic, I want to talk about the Great Reset briefly, but I want to tell you something. You know, I've done this show since 2014. It uh, is more fun than I can possibly tell you to do this show. I mean, I do it, I, I don't have any agenda except for love of America, love of the founding ideas, the declaration, the constitution, the concept of America as the most extraordinary, unique, precious, important nation in all of world history. We are the living proof, this country, is a living proof that people can live in freedom. We are capable of self-governance. We are capable of having a government whose job it is to protect our freedoms. That's what America is. It's what it has always been. And that is what is literally on the line in America today. We have watched the radical left, the Marxist socialist left, completely overtake the Democrat Party. There is no old school Democrat Party left. You have Marxists and socialists pushing their agenda. You have Biden, who doesn't know what day it is, being controlled by the cabal who got him elected. And you have the American people standing up and saying, We're, we want our country back. We want sovereignty. We want borders. We want a strong military. We reject the lies you're saying about America about the 1619 Project and BLM and white supremacy and all that stuff. We reject your lies about America and we want to stand up. So that's where we are. So uh, that's why I do this show. And um, you know, this show is actually, they, they, amazingly, this beautiful studio, which I love coming to, um, you know, it's expensive. And so I've had membership. I appreciate every single one of you who's joined as a member, every single one of you who has donated to this show. You can go to our website, americacanwetalk.org. You can join our membership thing and you get to listen to our Thursday shows for members only. You can also make a donation. But if you want to just do something that will bless you, bless me and bless everyone, consider going and reviewing everything great 
on the MyPillow.com website. MyPillow is Mike Lindell, and that is a brave American speaking up. He has nothing to gain, nothing to gain for his advocacy about election fraud. But MyPillow.com, that's the only thing missing from this really nice flyer, MyPillow, there you go, MyPillow.com. And when you go there, leave him there for a second, MyPillow.com, look at the promo code, Debbie G. All you got to do, go to MyPillow.com, and you can pick among a wide array of great products. And when you go to checkout, put in the promo code, Debbie G. That's me, Debbie Georgiatis, Debbie G. And I'll tell you some of the products you can get. I'll tell you some of the ones my husband and I got. I'm not going to recommend anything I didn't try myself. We both got bathrobes. They are very, very soft, very comfortable, very reasonably priced, lots of great colors. We got the lightweight version because we live in Texas, but if you live in the northern regions, you can get a heavier one. We got the bathrobes. We got the slippers. Wonderful, comfortable, wonderful quality slippers. I mean, they are just fabulous, and um, we wear them all the time around the house. We got the pillows. We actually got the pillows quite a while ago before we even thought about doing this promo thing on my show. We got the pillows. We actually have many of the pillows at our house. We kind of redid. Uh, we have a lot of the pillows. You can pick a range of comfort level. People like them soft or medium or hard, but they're really high quality pillows. I've told you before, one of my best skills is sleeping. I, I never have trouble sleeping. And I still notice a difference in the quality of my sleep with these pillows. They are so high quality. We've also ordered the towels. We have bath towels and they are very absorbent. They have lots of colors, lots of sizes. Recently discovered they have the bath sheet size, the really big size, which actually I like the best. I love those big things. My husband's a very big, tall, strapping guy. He likes those big uh, bath sheet size too. So the towels, the, um, and oh, we got sheets, sheets, towels, slippers, bathrobes, all of them I've tried. They have other products we will try. But here's the deal. If you have Christmas gifts to buy, birthday gifts to buy, or just for your spouse, for your family, for anyone, if you go to MyPillow.com, pick some gifts. There you go. I love these things they made up. There you go. This is the best one because you get up to 60. Oh, this is the best one, Mr. Becker, because it says you get to save up to 66% off. It depends what product you buy, that you get a discount. You go to MyPillow.com, put in the promo code DebbieG, and you can order gifts. They will deliver them to your home. They'll deliver them where you want them delivered. And you can gift people these pillows, the slippers, everything. And the deal is you get a better price. MyPillow.com gets business, and I get a small percentage. And what happens is it blesses everybody, and I can't urge you strongly enough. This is a way to keep the show on the air. I mean, I love your donations. Heaven knows. You want to make a donation? God bless you. But this is a great thing. MyPillow.com is a great thing uh, for all of us. I urge you to do that. Please go do that. Keep it in mind. MyPillow.com. And Mr. Becker, let's recall that last. That was the best. That was really good. Yeah, up to 66% off. You buy direct. You know, I do notice. I will tell you, friends. I notice MyPillow ads everywhere. I always want to tell other, you know, shows, stop putting that up. Come to me. But anyway, use promo code WG. Okay. Last topic for the day. And I will tell you, I started late today. I was trying to think of someone else to blame, but I couldn't think of anyone else. I honestly got really wrapped up at home. Too many topics I wanted to talk about. And even though I grew up in New York and I can talk pretty fast, 
I couldn't get to all my topics. So I'm just going to tease this last topic and talk to you about it more tomorrow. But the last topic is a great reset. Um, and, you know, the big Biden, you know, trillion dollar spending plan, Build Back Better, I mean, he's gone from, you know, whatever it was originally, six trillion to 5.6. And now they're, I mean, fortunately for America, uh, we have a few Democrats standing up and saying, uh, Mr. You know, you're crazy. We can't do that. But I want you to understand how similar, in fact, parallel, mirrored, the Build Back Better plan is to the Great Reset. And again, if you haven't read this book, understand the leftists who are globalists who want very much to eliminate America as the world superpower. They want to eliminate the sovereignty of America. They first used climate and alleged climate alarmism, climate change, as a reason that every single country had to surrender their sovereignty, had to send in massive amounts of money, had to, had to just salute and surrender to all of the leftist agenda, which at the end of the day, it's always about removing sovereignty and emboldening and empowering the leftists who have wanted since time began to control everyone. This is a core tenet of leftism. They think they know better than everybody else. They certainly know better than these peasants who think they should have self-governance. It's a Terry McAuliffe attitude toward parents in the schools in Virginia. It is the attitude of the globalists. This guy, Klaus Schwab, who is the author of this book, Klaus Schwab is the actual founder of World Economic Forum. And he's one of the famous things he said, and I want you to think about this. He actually said, and, and proudly, like this was a good thing, by 2030, by the year 2030, which is now nine years away, by 2030, you will own nothing. You will own nothing, and you'll be happy about it. He had a other, I mean, the whole concept of these people is, they are the, you know, the, the geniuses of the world. They are the ruling elite. They're going to decide everything. They're going to run everything about wealth redistribution. They're going to run everything about energy and, they just, and what kind of energy you're allowed to use, and what kind of car you can have, and whether or not you can use fossil fuels, and how much money you can earn. And the goal as it is of all communists is you don't need to own anything. You don't need to own anything. You know, you got a place you live, you're assigned to live, you got a car you're allowed to drive, or maybe not, you don't need a car because you're going to just take public transportation or walk or bicycle. These people actually think that they are the smartest people, the masters of the universe, and they're going to control everything. This World Economic Forum, I'm going to bring you, because this is what this guy founded, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, they are determined to get their view of this you know, utopia they think they'll create, and they get nation states and ruling elite people, you know, fly in on their jets and sit around and talk about how if we could just be in control of everything, you know, the world would be a better place. They deplore, deplore the concept of America, the sovereignty of America, the, the idea, all of the founding ideas of America drive them insane because a godly people rooted in trust in, in their faith, trust in God, trust in faith, a people who believe in their right to live in freedom, a people who believe in their right to life and liberty and pursuit of happiness and freedom of speech and freedom of religion and freedom to own and, uh, weapons and freedom from the invasion of privacy and freedom of their right to own property. 
all those freedoms are utterly antithetical to what the World Economic Forum wants. The World Economic Forum, the big Davos Convention, what they want is control over everything and to convince people that they can make life better for everyone if you just abandon these silly ideas of the freedom of the individual and the sovereignty of America. America is the boulder in the road stopping them from their agenda. So now I know World Economic Forum, I'll bring you more quotes because they would blow you away. Originally, World Economic Forum pretty openly said, yeah, 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 the way we're going to get all this power is because we're going to convince people we have the only answers because of climate change. You've got to let us be in control of everything. We have to massively redistribute wealth. We have to massively decide what countries are allowed to use what kind of energy and when you're going to stop using fossil fuels. Climate change was their, was their driver. It was their excuse for the power they always wanted. And now COVID is being used as the excuse for the power they always wanted. It's vital to understand this. It is vital to understand this. So when you look at their agenda, the Klaus Schwab, the whole World Economic Forum, and then look at the Build Back Better, you'll start to realize that Build Back Better is enabling, it's the same mentality as the World Economic Forum. Huge pieces in there would eventually destroy your right for it to own private property. So many regulations, controls, you're not going to be able to own it. You're not going to be able to own the kind of cars you want. Many countries, Britain is committing, Britain, UK is committing by 2030, they're not going to have any cars sold, new cars sold, that um, operate on fossil fuels. Now in America, you know, I mean, I, I am all in favor of new technologies and electric cars. I, I really am. I think country co companies should develop these and free people should decide what they want to drive and companies will be incentivized, make them better and better, more efficient, more reliable, all whatever the things are. And then we have to decide as a country or as a people, do we want these? And if people say yes, great. If they say no, great. But understanding within Build Back Better is the entire Green New Deal agenda. It will end up driving people out of rural areas into concentrated city areas. The left is always about control. I, I'm going to, I'm running out of time, I'm running out of time here, but I will tell you, I can play some clips for you tomorrow. There are many people of the, on the radical leftist environmental agenda that are actually parroting Biden's expression, build back better. You got to see them as just, you know, they're two sides of the same coin. The concept of, because at the end of the day, the leftists who run today's uh, Democrat party, they are not, they do not love the idea of American sovereignty. They do not love the idea of America, the unique experiment, human liberty, the best country to ever bless this earth. They do not like that. Because that idea, and that's why they've abandoned the southern border. They're flooding America with people who are, you know, <laughs> in every way taking advantage of our generosity and our abundance and their flood and, and as those people enter America and more and more of them spread out through the heartland and then as soon as the left has their opportunity they try it already once they want to have amnesty and they'll all of a sudden have America filled with people no concept of what America is and eligible to vote to perpetuate this leftist utopia great reset world economic forum build back better agenda. 
That's where we are. This is why now is not the time to get tired of the political fight. Now is not the time. I mean, I hear people saying, look, America's gone. You know, America, it's over. We'll never get, never, ever, ever, ever give up on America. Never do that. I understand people are very alarmed. I get emails all the time. I get comments on my public speaking. People just, I, I mean, they're overwhelmed. Everybody can do something. Everybody can be in the fight for something. And now is the time to do it. Because, I, in fact, I meant to mention to you again, as I'm closing back to COVID for a moment. I had that summit here in Texas in, on September 18th. One of the speakers was a great doctor from the uh, group America's Frontline Doctors. Uh, his name is Dr. Robin Armstrong. He's a, he happens to be a Texas doctor. He's in Houston. And one of the most poignant things he said is, do not think if you just go along with a COVID vaccine agenda, do not think that then everything can go back to normal. And he went out of his way to say, the people pushing this, pushing this COVID vaccine mandate, the people pushing this will never, never stop. You're never going to, by complying with them, get back to freedom. The time to fight is now. I will tell you, there's, uh, as you likely know right now, there's the uh, climate conference going on in Glasgow. I ran out of time to talk about that. I'll just tease it by saying, I uh, will talk about it tomorrow, uh, but tease it by saying, did you realize that at, in this uh, conference in Glasgow, this is the COP26, the conference of the parties, it's the, it is the uh, following on the climate uh, deal, and it's a uh, climate change conference 26 happening in, the, in uh, Scotland. Did you realize that approximately 400 private jets flew into uh, Scotland flew in to come to this conference. All the you know, John Kerry, all these self-appointed gurus fly in to this conference and they put more CO2 in the air by just their private jets, you know, Prince Charles and all these types of people, they put more CO2 in the air by just those 400 flights than all of Scotland does in a year. It's not just hypocrisy. It is hypocrisy. But it's a signal. It's, it is a, it's an admission. They don't even believe this garbage. If they were really that worried, so worried about CO2, they could have had a Zoom meeting like they're making everyone else in the world do. They could have had a Zoom meeting. Everybody stay home. Get on your computer. You can have a Zoom meeting. These people are there to rub shoulders and rub elbows with fellow ruling elite further future World Economic Forum, global governance type people. They're there to signal how important they are. They're there to tell you to try to, you know, virtue signal how deeply concerned they are, make these melodramatic speeches. If they believe what they were saying, they wouldn't be as John Kerry is jetting around the world all the time. They don't even believe it themselves. Climate change, just like COVID, is a vehicle to the power these people have always wanted. I close every show by telling you why the stories we talked about today matter to you. So we start with the race hoax in Virginia. McAuliffe simply cannot help himself. According to Virginia Governor candidate Terry McAuliffe, everything was fine until parents started complaining about CRT. And then he even said CRT is not being taught in Virginia schools. A bold-faced, flat-out lie. 
parents have no business complaining about what schools teach. This is a ruling elite mindset. Discredited Lincoln Project stages a racial protest hoax to trigger the black vote for McAuliffe, blaming parents for caring about their children's education. They think that's a winning political strategy, McAuliffe does. Deep state, radical left cabal can't really afford a blowout of McAuliffe. Washington Post delivers a final pre-election poll proclaiming a toss-up. You know if they're saying it's a toss-up, you know that McAuliffe is going to lose. Fairfax County, Virginia election officials warns Tuesday votes may not be counted till Friday, setting the stage for another election theft. Everyone wonders. Okay, popular delusions and COVID vaccine mandates. Classic literature, 1841's Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. Humanity is forever falling victim to mass hysteria. In the 1800s, witches, animal magnetism, fortune tellers. In 2021, data shows COVID has a 99 plus percent recovery rate for almost everyone without vaccines. Data shows multiple efficacious early treatments available, although Fauci and team tried to shut them down. Data shows that India and Japan with stunningly effective treatment via ivermectin. Yet the Biden administration persists with mandatory vaccination hysteria. Millions in America and worldwide are asking why the hysteria? The answer, this is not about public health. It's about an agenda of public control. And last, the Great Reset. I didn't really get to most of this, but the Great Reset is the Build Back Better. Private jets bringing delegations to climate conference in Scotland, COP26, will emit more CO2 than is normally emitted by the entire country of Scotland in a year. If it's true that humanity has less than 10 years to live, as AOC tells us, is this what honest activists would do? Wouldn't a Zoom call be better for the planet? Cut through it all and you'll find a Build Back Better and 26th Annual Conference of the Parties are just a Biden cabal sanctioned version of the Great Reset. Climate change hysteria is just another cover for moving to global totalitarian government with a mission to take away American freedom and exceptionalism, take away the very identity of America. Americans are discerning and getting tired of all the lies all the time. Extraordinary popular delusions of 2021 are being exposed and are losing influence. And that, my friends, is my show for today. Tomorrow, I have a very cool guy coming on, Darren Gaub, who set up Restore Liberty, a great movement. Uh, Wednesday, we have Sydney Powell joining us in studio. Can't wait to hear everything she's been up to. Uh, and Thursday, in a very special member show, we have Yako Boyens. Great shows all week long. Tell your 25 best friends about this show. If you don't get our newsletter, go to our website right now, americacanwetalk.org. Hit um, subscribe. You get a once a week free newsletter and you'll be on the way to, be, to having all the information on every week's show available at your fingertips. And it's a great way to share the show. So at the end of the show, I'd like to tell you, I thank you so very much for watching and listening to America Can We Talk, where I always talk truth about America because America matters. And I'll talk to you next time. America, can we talk truth about America?